Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Last episode saw our intrepid investigators travel the docks of Wapping, looking for a scene from one of Florence's sketches. Eventually they find the dockyard owned by a shadowy company known only as ANS Co. Learning that the company has ties back to Croydon, the British Museum and Monroe. Now we rejoin the action as our investigators climb into the darkness in search of more clues. Are we all going down there? I, yes, we're all coming down. He's at the bottom. Either. Yes, you're all coming down here. Okay, fine. I'll follow Crap, him off. Follow you. Um, he's probably actually fashioned a torch out of some broken packing crate. There's bits of that lying around. That's smart. Yeah. So you guys have got a couple of torches now as well. Uh, all four of you make your way down into this sort of like it went into the trap door and you shine the torches around and what you can see is like bits of rope and like some old broken crates with with the as brand on them and but you can down the far end you can see something glint and you can kind of hear some shuffling and maybe like chains moving, like some clinking but you can't see it because the torches don't reach that far down this sort of tunnel if you like it seems like it's like a sort of basement really that, that exists underneath the yard what would you like to do so if it sounds like chains i want to head towards the shuffling yeah yeah if it sounds like that could be that could be somebody oh, being, being tied up or something, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you guys told us that you found um body depressions in these boxes by the way no no so we don't know that there's possibly like captives down here when the box is like four foot so it could be like kids or something no i mean it, uh, with three foot square so it was actually pulled up in the box if they were in there okay. yeah i think um, that was only craster that was looking in the box anyway yeah. i don't think yeah, i was only, looking only at only it craster knows this so yeah yeah, yeah. uh craster just gonna go uh, just a minute lads i have one small idea i want to put back up are there any sacks at all no no, the, the the warehouse uh, that you're in, the goods in warehouse is just completely barren, and there's no, there's, there wasn't any sacks in in the other warehouse that you went to. Okay, forget that idea then. Perhaps he's going to wander forwards. There is Thought... rope though. If you wanted rope, there is rope down in this basement area. If you if you wanted to use that for anything, that could be that could be handy. Let's take that. Yeah, okay. we'll grab, I'll grab some of the rope definitely. But um, he's going to wander forwards. As you say, you... shuffling as well as chains clinking. Yes. Well, I'm going to have the torch in one hand. If I'm carrying the rope, it's over my shoulder, and I'm going to put the uh, draw my gun. Okay. You step forwards. You've got the torch in your left hand, and your revolver, or not revolver, your your sorry, your your pistol in your in your right hand, or like hip height, as you slowly mm-hmm. step forwards. And as the torch begins to illuminate what's in front of you, what you see is a cage, and what appear to be some huddled masses in the corners and along the back wall. And as you get closer to the cage and push the torch forwards, you can see the glow of eyes staring back at you. And then all of a sudden, this mass comes out of the shadows and sort of like tries to come at you through the cage. And you can hear the uh, the chains sort of like snap tight and this thing sort of get, get yanked back. And what you see in the darkness is this sort of like near fur covered creature that looks like a like a fully transformed dwellite this this is like a it's like a rat man 
And uh, as you, as you, as you, as you... forward through the bars and hit it. Pardon? Let's so let him finish. Whoa, whoa, hang, hang yeah, whoa, whoa. Let's let him finish what he was saying first, and then we'll yeah. decide what okay. we're doing. <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking, my first reaction is something coming at me looks like a dweller. It's furry. Yeah, but Fire. it's in a cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's we're we're, we're not right up to the cage at this point. Oh, okay. So this, this, this thing, as it as it's all like lunges towards you, the chain snaps tight, it falls back and then whimpers and like scurries back off towards the back wall. Uh, and what you can see is all of these creatures are like huddled and, and, and hunched. And they look scared and they're all along the back wall sort of staring back at you with um, their eyes are glowing, but there doesn't really seem to be any like life in their eyes. They just, they seem completely and utterly miserable. They just look back at you with, with as, as, as if a, a dog that's been beaten would look at someone um, for help. They're just, they're just there trapped in this, in this basement. What are they doing with these things? Hmm. Let's kill them. This is why I said oh. give them guns. That's not a bad idea. All right, hang on, hang on. They just, just tried to... to eat us. No, they're, they're scared. It's a yeah, penned just, animal. They're scared, but they still tried to eat us. It's a penned animal. Of course it's going to try and eat us. Well, I mean, no, all right, look. Oh, lads, lads. Firstly, it, rabbit it, wouldn't do it. it can't get us. Let's let's do what we came here for first, all right? Let's have a look around. This this Agreed. thing is uh, is... is is there any like shred of intelligence to it, or is it just an animal? There's loads of them. There's 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 loads of them all in this cage. They're all just huddled together like a like like caged animals. Just imagine like um like like a zoo or something. You know that, that with with like apes that are just tied up. Okay. And they're, and they're all just terrified, and they're all hunched against the back wall. All right, but they did the, but they did like lunge for us though. What one of one of them one of them did make a lunge, but as soon as the sna- the chain snapped tight and it fell down, it, it whimpered and crawled back. So. I'm just imagining the scenes from the bad guys at Jurassic Park moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, man. Um... Chaps, an idea. Yeah, go on. These things look like they've not had a very good time. It would be fair to assume that they haven't exactly been treated right. Now, Aye. what happens, let's say you have a dog and you don't treat it, you don't feed it, you beat it. What happens if the gate happens to get open and the owner is around? The owner takes a, a good bite from the dog, I guess. But... People will be the here dog will bite there. Doesn't know whether the owner or yeah, not. Yeah, but they might just go for anybody. How about... Hold on, is there like a... Is it this cage, does it have a door on it? Yep. Right, it does have a door. We could set up some... And I know you're going to hate me for that. Elaborate system of levers and pulleys. We, we, no, I was going to say uh, we could set up a fuse and a little explosion and open up the door oh, God. with that. What? Hang and on. Then, and then you would leave the thing open. And then when they. Uh... How are we going to set up a fuse? What do you mean? Like like a remote explosion? Right. Yeah, so if you, lo- it's a, it's a, if you have a, like a. Like, let's say, it's a, I don't know what type of explosives we've got. For example, a bit of dynamite. Yeah? Yeah. That bit of dynamite would have a fuse. So oh, you could okay, lie, yeah. you get two minutes or something to get up the ladder and get the hell out of there. And then they would just... We know these things are intelligent, right? Because the one that came after us had a note. Hmm. Well, so, that was a slightly different thing, though, wasn't it? Was it? I thought it was another dweller. Yeah, but yeah. It, that wasn't fully fully transformed, was it? So they might be in like a feral state right now. Yeah. Think Ghoul from Fallout. Can I, can I try and get like a psychology role or something? I want to Give these guys a good look. 
See if I yeah. can find any kind of glint of intelligence there. Cool. Hard success. Hard success. Yeah. You um, step up to right, right to the cage. Like you, 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 um, you're testing a theory here, and you push your arm through the bar with the torch and hold it just in front of your face so you can see them. And as you look at um, the one that came out and attacked you, you can see it seems to be protecting a small bundle of fur. Right. Um, and uh, you can see uh, as the light flickers, all of these creatures are, are watching the flame like they're mesmerized by it. But there's no there's no spark of life in their eyes anymore. Whatever glimmer of of like a longing to exist has just gone. And they they are especially this one here protecting this small bundle, which you can only assume is actually a child. Hmm. It, it, they're, they're acting pure on on animal instincts at the moment, and the reason this one went for you is because it it thought that you were coming to take the child. Right. So these things, these things are beaten animals, possibly yeah. even. I mean, out of character, possibly even mutated humans. Yes. Yes. I mean, they they're, they're definitely dwellites. They look they look like completely transformed versions of 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 the cultists that you that you met in Belthorpe Manor and also that assassin that came after you. Yeah. Um these these things look completely animalistic. They're not wearing any clothes at all. They look as though they've been beaten. Uh, they, they they I mean they they look like slaves really. They look like they're just they're just like a slave species now. And I, I think perhaps you're right, Wilfred. Wait who was saying but who said to shoot them? I no, said no. shoot them. Well, I can't agree to sure. <laughs> what do you mean? So when anyone else said it, it's fine. Because I said it, nah. <laughs> I was like, I think you're right. Oh, no, actually, I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm just a little bit concerned that you, that you started to think about that idea. So, sorry. And, well, um, can I take and... crashes from the point of the bundle and go, well, look, they're breeding. The, the main problem with these, with these poor bastards is they, we can't even set them free. We can't let them loose on the, on the city. Yeah, I said, and especially these... if they're producing, if they produce like rats do, which I assume they're in some way related to, they could outnumber the human race. Man, this could be the end of our species. We have to stop them now. I, I, what's to say this is the only cage of them? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I've thought of something that we haven't done that's very, very important. Oh, no. You, you've let the side down a little bit, Wilfred. Where's the sketch? Oh, yeah. Shall I try and draw them? Oh, Come on. God. Come on. Hold the light. Oh, uh, Marcus holds the light. Oh, oh God, God damn it. Sorry, it's like you You've got to push it. He smashes his pencil. <laughs> yeah, the light's not good enough for you to be able to sketch what these things are, unfortunately, Wilfred. Um, mm -hmm. All you can sketch is, a, you know, like a rough estimation of like a bundle of dark masses and maybe just leave white spots for the eyes, really. <laughs> Uh, uh, is there anything else down here apart from this cage of, of dwellers? Nope. Nope. I'm going to get my rifle. And... As, as you load your rifle, you all hear um, some loud talking and the what sounds like the main gates of the yard swinging open and shit. crashing against some, some stops. And you can hear through through the ground. You can hear the the echoes or the vibrations, maybe more so, of uh, footsteps and people coming into the yard. And it sounds like to be a lot of them. Yeah. Do we have any, any any food or anything? You kind of like we can use to. Yeah. Has anyone got anything we can give them? Did nobody bring a snack? 
Can oh, we all no, like right, Nugrod right, see if we've got a Kit Kat or something? Yeah. You can there we go. All right. I know. I've, I happen to have... Uh, oh, my God. Cicero, give me that. I have, I have a sardine sandwich. Oh, you know? God. Right. I've taken it off him because, <laughs> no, that's just wrong. And I'm going to like hold it through the gate, through the thing. <laughs> Break up in the pieces. No, break up in the pieces. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, break it. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold a bit out. You're gonna stick. You're gonna stick your hand in there. I'm gonna have one you, hand up. Uh, Wilfred, and... you, um, you take a piece of the sandwich and you reach through the bars and reach as far as you can. And one of the, one of these dwellites, which appears to be a young one, it's quite small, sort of like slowly scampers over to you and, like gently, a bit like a squirrel, sort of like snatches the sandwich out of your hand. Yep. sandwich out your hand and just stands in and sort of like munches it okay and then and then goes back back to where it was before all right okay, okay. right oh, let's uh, yeah let's let's, yeah. let's get them on side um you uh, can definitely hear do that a couple more now. times just to sort of show them no, we gotta get out of here because if we get caught in this in this you, basement you can definitely hear more in, people now yeah. coming in um, we're stuck in a um in a uh dead end if we're caught down here we gotta get out I how did in this case lock go, by the way is it like completely locked the cage? Yeah, we can. Right, we feed them the sandwich. We let them go. We let them go past us up the stairs, and we wait for a safe moment to get out behind them. Or we hide in the cage with them. No, no. What? Down there. Why would we do that? <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna luck that one, Craster? Yeah, luck it out. Yeah, I think I've got. Who's drawn the rat person? Not me, me. actually. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it actually looks like what it's meant to, so it can't be Wilfred. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crash, the while the, the three are discussing what's going on, uh, you kneel down, and uh, with, your, with, 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 with luck, you make your roll of 50-50, and uh, you successfully unpick the lock swinging the door open but you can see from the light that these creatures are still basically chained to the wall um, oh, crap okay i tell you what um, we throw the chub key at them what <laughs> are they all chained by one chain or is it like separate chains for each one uh it appears to be like a long chain that that has chains coming off of it that, that connects them to it right i'm gonna try and smash the main end of the chain so they can all kind of like get away from it but um, yeah. How about we keep them distracted with some more sandwich? I'm gonna try and smash the lock. We can all try and smash the locks enough to let them all get them off the wall. They might actually change each other, but they can escape up the thing. Okay, so I'll just sort of go around passing sandwich to as many of them as I can. Yeah. How many sandwiches gonna... do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, probably it's a large sardine sandwich. Yeah, I yeah. just no. Ah, oh, that's where they were. They were inside the bloomers. I just. Oh, they were. Were. <laughs> That's why so they smell us like this, really. That's why they're over my face, because they just love the smell. I'm going to smash it, lock. <laughs> Can you do a strength roll for me, please? Marcus? Oh, crap. I'm going to push it. I'll, I'll lock it, I'll lock it. Okay. You you smash the main lock at one end in, in the cage, while uh, Wilfred is sort of like handing out bits of this sandwich, and the lock falls to the floor, and the chain goes loose. And as it sort of hits the floor, they all like look around at each other. You can see in their eyes that they realize they're actually maybe free. And uh, the chains, each of them that had an individual chain, uh, appears to actually just be a loop that goes around the main chain that you've just broken the lock on. 
and one of them at the far end starts to pull on the chain and as he does each of them become loose okay they've got a, they've got a bit of chain hanging around their neck that was that, that, that's going to be annoying but now these creatures are all free all right nice. and they're sort of sitting now not so much sitting but like squatting their hands low to the ground and at this point you can kind of see they've got claws and they're all looking at you and marcus you're kind of in the corner of this cage a fair distance away from the door now with a few of them standing in front of you Throw the sandwich at the stairs before they try it. I think the last thing that we want to do is throw stuff at them after we've just released them. Towards the stairs. They go oh, towards the stairs. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll throw it. Throw the sandwich. I'm yeah, I'll gonna... throw bits of sandwich sort of out the gate, out of the cage. Throw it okay. as, as, as you do that, um, a couple of them spot this and they make their way out. But the. It appears as though that the biggest one out of the lot is still standing there, just just eyes fixed on yours, Marcus. Okay. No um, sudden movements. No sudden movements. And no, this 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 one you didn't notice before, but it has it. It doesn't seem to have any crumbs around its face. It, it it never at any point went for the sandwich, and this thing is just standing there looking at you. It's ignored the fact that there was food, and it's just staring at you. I'm going to take out my lighter because they seem to be attracted to fire or at least like hypnotized by it somehow. Yeah. So, oh wait, am I still holding the torch actually? I'll just. Uh, no, you would have had to have given that to someone as you start to get in there and smash the lock. And I'll take out my lighter yep. and just like hypnotically move it back and forth, see if it reacts towards that. Okay. And it seems to sort of half follow it with its eyes, but then it focuses back on you again. Uh... I'm just going to look it in the eyes. I'm going to say, you're free. Take the others and run. This creature sort of like stands up properly, so it's it, it's not hunched over anymore. And this thing is very broad and is maybe just a little bit taller than you. Stares at you for a second and then turns around and walks out of the cage. <sighs> and then makes its way up the stairs. As it makes its way up, the rest of them follow. And then what you hear are screaming and shouting and like people being angry sort of you know as if as if people are riled up at the fact that these things have got out and they're kind of scared and you can kind of hear maybe some like growling and stuff like they're being attacked yeah and now would probably be a good time to make a run for it that's an excellent time to make a run for it lads okay. shall we is there very quickly very quickly are there any like rags on the floor from what they've no, been wearing no, no there's nothing, nothing in there that. at all okay fine yeah let's just book it well hold on, hold on. um can i Go up the ladder after them, but I want to stealth. Oh crap! We should probably all st- uh, if we stealth and fail it though. Oh well, nice! I don't think that stealth is n- like they're all going mauled. Dep- yeah, it depends on how much yeah. of a bat's going. But Crash is going to peek yeah. his head. I, I do not want to be seen. I want to stealth. <clears throat> I have darted with my torch back into the thing, and I am throwing it in one of those crates. Then I'm legging it. There's no crates in the um yeah, we're in the, in, in the warehouse. warehouse. There's no crates in there at all. Gotta get out of the warehouse first and then the crates are out of the back. Mm. No, no, the crates I opened, the one where they were clearly smuggling mummies it was, or so vampires. You, 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 you've come out, you've run, run across open back. ground. Let me just explain it to you. So you come out of the of the goods in, you've run yeah. across two lots of open ground with no one spotting you, into the into the main warehouse where you found the ledger lob the torch and then run all the way back again to the goods in without anyone <laughs> spotting you well i don't go back to the goods in but yeah i want to sneak around there and burn the place to the fucking ground right 
Um, there's just no way that, even though it's a success, the distance you've got to travel and the way you've got to go. I'm guessing you have to someone, break it up into a few different roles. You need a couple of successes to have made yeah. that. You could, like, you could that lob get you the torch. Yeah. I mean, you could lob the torch. You could do this to get out of the goods in and then lob the torch over towards the open crates, which you Oh, assume... the ones are full of ammunition. Yes. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I'll set the ammunition on fire. Fuck it. Sounds yeah. fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, that sounds very awesome. So uh, you 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 climb up with your torch, and you can see. Like, we don't see Crafter sneak off. We're all like, "All right, let's just, wait. Right. Where's Crafter go?" All you hear, all you hear, is a bang, a very big bang, and then what sounds like bullets going, <laughs> sort of like going off, and then Crafter's head pops back down the pops back down the uh, the the hole, and he's sort of like looking at you guys, sort of like, "You still here?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened? I left a, I left a distraction. All right. Well, that sounds distracting. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's let's flee, shall we? Yeah. Let's uh, let's get out. So we're gonna clamber out of the uh, off the basement as well, I guess. Okay. So you guys get up into the goods inn, and uh, as you as you step out, you can see over towards the river. There's two boats, and then you hear some gunshots and you turn around and you can see that there's a few more guys now that have very big guns that are just gunning down these these dwellites that are loose and uh there's a, a few uh guys coming in through the through the, the i guess would be the front entrance to goods in pointing at you going oi what are you doing and they're sort of like shouldering their rifles and as one of them's about ready to, to pull the trigger um from the from the roof of the main office, that very large dwellite that lingered mm. jumps down and swipes at one of them, knocking the rifle to the ground and starts to grapple with the others as if it's like giving you time to escape. Yeah, that's what everyone um, by him like, yes, my son, and keeps running. <laughs> and uh, as you do that, you can see there's some guys now running up the uh, running up the, the side of the warehouse where, you, where the uh, loose board was um, before. And essentially, all you've got in front of you is the river and a couple of boats. What do you guys want to do? Uh, let's get on them boats. How many yeah. guys are there? There's a lot of them. I mean, there's a, a lot, lot of them. There's, okay, a, there's right. a fucking there's, there's like there's like thirty at least of them. If they'll be running, team. they'll be more interested in dealing with like the explosions and stuff than us for the moment. Yeah, a good time you can still you as as you say you can still hear um like the bullets of the, the box of ammunition going off and you can kind of hear that maybe the fire starting to spread to some of the other crates no that's um, fine i was going to say if there's only a few then we could uh help said dwell lights but if there's a lot then we cheese it as chris would say mm -hmm. <laughs> i think that's very much uh, order yeah, of the day cheese. okay um you've got two boats one of them has a motor on it um or what appears to be a, a motorized boat and the other one's essentially just a glorified rowing boat which one are you going to go for uh, motorized boat. What? Go yeah. for the motorized boat. Yeah. But, but can we? We're going for the motorized one. Can I steal the oars from the That's other exactly one? Exactly what I was going to say. Can I take? <laughs> if Craster gets one, I'll get the other oar while they're starting the motor. You know, actually, if we're getting into the boat, there's only those two boats. Yep. All right. Grab the oars. Shoot the boat so it, it sinks a bit. So they can't follow us. Okay. Um, so well, you can grab the oars. That's no problem. Well, Who's shooting the boat? Wait a second, we have a torch left. Chuck yeah, the torch a... into the bottom of the boat. Oh, that would do. Yeah, we don't need torch anymore. Yeah. 
not going to set it on fire. Why? We want to follow us. You've set the Can we make sure this motor works? Okay. <laughs> um, well, you, you, you've, you, you're now all on this, all, all well, on this boat, and uh, who's, 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 who's checking the, the to make sure this boat actually runs the engine? Well, there's both who have been funnying about with setting that one on fire. I'll try oh, and get God, the boat yeah. running. Who's, 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 who's going uh, to pilot gonna, this boat? Well, Wait, did you say pilot this boat? It yeah. is a pilot role. I am oh, not going God. to do that. God almighty. Would you um, accept uh, drive auto because it's a motorised boat? No, no, it needs oh. to be pilot. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, yeah any has anyone got a higher than one? No. no. All right, well, I'll, who's, who's going to risk it and just try it? All right, fuck it. I've said I was one over there. Okay. So no, I can't even luck that one. God damn. <laughs> Cicero, you you push Wilfred out of the way, and you just like give him like a knowing wink, like I know what I'm doing. And then you stand at you stand at the motor of this boat, and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. So we've got the and, oars, right? Yeah, and you could not have to paddle this boat, would you? Some of the guys who are chasing you have now oh, got, got no. themselves in defensive positions behind the crate. Well, well, I'm going to get out the way then. And I'm well, going to. Sorry, go on. What I was going to say is, as all this is happening and it's very intense, you see that there's a bundle of clothes, or at least a bundle of cloths, in the in in one of the back corners of this boat and it seems to be moving and as oh, <laughs> as the four of you stand there like what this small shape appears to stand up from the fabric and then it sort of like loosens down and you just see two stubby arms push out from the side and you hear you hear this big yawn and like a stretch like oh Oh, and then this short thing turns around, and the first thing that that that, that catches your eyes that they have the sort of like yellowed eyes, and they're just staring back at the four of you on this boat, and then slightly turns their head and stares at the at the group now getting ready to take a shot at at you lot, and he just looks back at you and goes. Fuck me, and just kicks the engine, gets it, gets it running straight away in like a matter of seconds, and begins to back the boat out, just with like a look of pure exasperation in his eyes. That's all you can see, these eyes. And as the boat begins to pull out, you can hear some shots being fired and just missing the boat going over your head. And he, he, he this person backs the boat out just far enough. Spins the uh, spins the wheel to get it in the right orientation, and slowly starts to chug on down the river, as uh, a load more of these guys are now running towards the end of the piers and taking pot shots at you. Should we be returning fire? I think it's a bit pointless, to be honest. Well, what if they happen there? to hit the guy who's piloting the boat? Because none of us can do it. Human shield. No, but, but then we'll all be. No, I mean he's the human shield. No, but we don't want him to get shot. Well, we've got three more rolls for the thing, haven't we? Mm. Well, no, it's already running. We just have to drive it now. Oh, yeah, it's already turned on. I feel like I'm still going to be a pilot role. Just so, just so you all know, um, even though it's turned on, it's still a pilot role to, like, 
like every every sort of like turn, if you like, to make sure that this thing actually goes. Well, I was just saying that Marx isn't going to let you guys shoot as a video. Like this guy's just we've gotten on his boat. I'm not. I know. No, 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 no. Not shoot him. Shoot the people that are shooting back, shooting wait, us. Wait, hang on. Do you want to let this guy get shot by people shooting us while we escape? That's well, what Cicero is saying. Only if we have to. No, he's not going to let you do that. As, um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell as, him. As, as you guys, are, as, as you guys are sort of like looking at each other as what to do and discussing things, uh, you hear a large splash behind you, and it appears as though from the goods out warehouse, uh, they've pushed out a boat that has an outboard motor on it, and oh, a few of them are jumping into the back of the boat and getting ready to uh, to come after you. And this 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 small this very small fella turns back behind him and then looks back again at you lot with like just I mean like pure exasperation. He's like, "Can one of you lot deal with that? I'm kind of busy at the minute." And just sort of carries on like turning the wheel, making sure he's going in a straight line, and puts maybe a bit more oomph on the on the engine. So you know I, I respect this guy. This guy like just taking charge straight away. I'm like, Marcus is like, yeah, all right, no problem, mate. What's your name? Don't, I don't think we have time for niceties. Just shoot the, the... No, he's asking what the what our our pilot's yeah. name is. Okay. I'd rather have a guy like us than not like us. I'm just gonna go to the back of the boat and take a shot. Who's who's shooting what right now? Because I'm just getting We're shooting at the boat. Just just before you start doing that, let's just let's just let's just give it a minute, yeah. Alright. You crazy gun people. But they're shooting us. They, 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 no one's shooting at you in a the moment. There's just a boat coming towards you. Like, get oh, ready to deal with it. And I've dealt with it. All right. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna deal with deal with the question that Marcus asked, and then we'll jump into other bits and pieces. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. Go on. Then. All right. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, that's why I'm asking who it is. I know um, who it is. As 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 you guys sort of like begin to panic and Cicero and Craster, you take up firing positions at the back of the boat and uh, load your load your ammunition. Um, the short the short gentleman with the yellowy eyes look, looks up looks up at Marcus and just goes, "My name's Hamish," and he just carries on piloting the boat. Oh, look at that critical success! He's what so good are, you, are you kidding me? He rolled a one. Yep. He's literally just sitting there like Steamboat or standing like Steamboat Mickey, like tackling. As you guys like, wanted to shoot this poor bastard. No one said to shoot him. Um, <laughs> the first person I, I had. I know what he looks like, but I mean, I'm going to be asking if he's related to the aristocracy. Besides <laughs> uh, George, how pissed would you have been if he had got shot immediately? Uh, <laughs> I guess it wouldn't. I was like, Marcus wouldn't let him shoot a random person I, anyway, I, but I, also I probably George's guy. I mean, I would have probably said to you guys, I think we're going to stop the game there for today. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you now have a boat chasing after you, but because of Hamish's great piloting skills, you are like well ahead of this boat. But you can see there's some guys there. They're getting ready to shoot back at you. And uh, Cicero and Craster, you begin to take pot shots at the boat behind you. Uh, Cicero, your shot's... Just about, just just about hit, but they're they're hitting the outside of the boat. They don't seem to be getting any close to uh, hitting a person. Craster, you you're, you you do a bit better, and with a with a lucky shot, you sort of actually um, seem to clip one of one of the guys in the boat, clip his ear, 
and you can see him sort of like drop the rifle and be like, ah, fuck, before um, a, a single rifle shot is returned in your direction that is is well off mark. What are you guys going to do now? How many guys are on this boat? Roughly? Uh, there's 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 four guys on the boat. There's one piloting it, and then three other guys. And we're trying well, to shoot. I mean, yeah, we've had our shots. I don't know if the other two are going to try and shoot as well. Yeah, I was going to say, who's yeah. still got grenades? Grenades. We have grenades? If we can shoot, if we can't shoot them, we're not going to be able to. Like, this is no a one... high speed boat chase. No, yeah, no one grenades has grenades. Grenade. Yes, if you're ever getting something oh, floating oh, oh, behind, an old school grenade, you get there. Uh, uh, we'll okay. take so, while we're riding, we're just taking pot shots for these guys. Yep. Wow. Uh, oh, Marcus, you 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 return successful suppressing fire and uh, causes the other two the the other the other uh, pursuer with a rifle to duck as it just goes over the top of that like clips the hat off the top of their head. Uh, and Wilfred, your your return fire is enough to sort of uh, cause the guy at the back of the boat to maybe slow down a little bit. And uh, you seem to be pulling away. They, they they seem to be a bit reluctant to return fire. Until one guy, one of the, the guy who's been caught in the ear, just pops back up, and with with what you feel is rage uh, in his eyes, fires and hits the back of the boat, and you hear like a <laughs> as it sounds like maybe the motor's been hit, uh. and Hamish just goes for fuck's sake, <laughs> and like punches the wheel, and he just turns around to you guys and goes, "You had one bloody job." <laughs> And you see him sort of like getting out some tools and sort of like dangling over the side of the boat, but he's like partially submerged in the water with like his feet hooked on the top of the boat as it's slowly sort of like beginning to slow down. Right. And the pursuing boat is now getting closer towards you. Who's uh, got the, who's got the rope handles? Can Craster return fire again? Uh, yes, you can return fire. Okay, well, I'll have a shot. Hey, yeah. Right, well, I'll, wait. I'll let you deal with that one. Um, Crash the fire back, on. but because of the jolts from the boat starting to slow down, you sort of like fire off in the air, missing. Wilfred, you actually hit um, with your shot. You actually hit the um, the wheelhouse, I guess, the housing for the for the actual wheel, the steering apparatus, and uh, and you hear a guy yelp as it seems to have gone through that and, and hit this guy in the gut. Um, and you see someone sort of like hear like a splash as they sort of like fall off at the back of the boat into the water. Um, and the other three that are in the boat now look around and there's no one steering the boat and it begins to sort of like veer off towards the edge of the river, towards the riverbank. And uh, you guys are still, I mean, you're not, you're not in exact danger, but um, what are you doing as Hamish hastily tries to repair the motor to the boat? I'm going to get the paddles, start paddling. Yeah? Yeah, because well, we're, we're sitting ducks right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a Hail Mary. Uh, I'm going to sort of drop the rifle. Probably a little bit shaken. I've just killed the man. Yep. And um, try and help Hamish with the boat. It's... So very, that would, very unlikely, that would, but yeah, yeah, mechanical repair. Um, you go down to see what he's doing, and all you see is a bunch of bubbles coming up and, and what sounds like swearing coming from underwater. <laughs> and 
and he seems to have been under the water for a, for quite a while now. And you can still he, see he's still like working away at doing bits and pieces, and doesn't seem to be coming up for air, which you find a little bit strange. And uh, as the boat's going along, Wilfred, um, can you just do a spot hidden for me? Spot hidden. Oof, jeez. The you you try to look down to see if you 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 might be able to help, but the 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 bubbles are so there's so many so many bubbles coming off of coming off of the broken motor at the moment that you can't really see anything down there, and you think you'd just be a hindrance really, and uh, you sort of like step back, and as you do, you accidentally dislodge one of Hamish's feet that that's hooked on the on the edge of the boat, and he's now dangling by one foot, and all you hear is. Going from I'm going to very quickly water. try and grab the foot to put him back. Okay, you grab his foot and you hook him back on again. And uh, you sort of like step and go to the front of the boat. And the boat is now slightly, actually starting to slow down quite a bit. And Cicero and Craster, at the back, you can see that one of the guys has dropped his rifle and has now got this boat back to uh, working again. And at least steering it in the right direction. And you have uh, returned fire coming your way. Both both shots wide, but they're now sort of starting to gain on you again. What are you going to do? Um, fire shoot back again. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. You both uh, return fire and both shots hit the target. Uh, both shooters uh, are dropped. Surprisingly, both shoulder shots as well from you guys. So they're not dead, but they're not going to be shooting back anytime soon. Um, and they sort of slump down into the boat, and it they sort of you can hear the motor cutting it, and it just slowly starts to drift off as uh, you successfully repelled this uh, this assault. But unfortunately, the boat that you're on seems to have had it. You just see some like tools get thrown up out of the water onto onto the this the floor of the boat, and this very small man just hoist himself up and with the force of him pulling himself back up again uh the hood that was over his head and was covering his face is now sort of being flung off and as he turns to face you all can you all do a sanity roll oh no yeah can i, can I see him because i'm rolling backwards oh. um yeah marcus you're not facing um Cicero 36, Jesus. I lost nine on that book. And I started with 45, so... Cicero and Craster. Again, Cicero, because of that fail, can you also just do a constitution roll for me as well, please? Oh, Oh, please don't fall upon that. Oh, come on, yeah. Oh, thank God. That's good. Um, (laughs) Cicero and Craster, you two freaked the fuck out by what is standing before you. Wilfred, you are shocked, but you're not... Because of what you've seen already with these rat creatures, you're not surprised. But Cicero and Craster, what is standing before you is a very wet, very angry fish man. Um, he has a fin poking out from the top of his head uh, and some spikes that seem to come out that go down with fins attached. He has fin-like ears and two little... Uh, fleshy uh, whiskers that hang down from his jowl um, that sort of like flap as he sort of like grumbles to himself. Um, can you two uh, both just take one point of uh, sanity damage, please? Okay, that's that's not too bad. 
Um, and as you do that, as as Hamish sees that that look in your eye, as as Hamish sees this look in your eye, uh, his eyes widen and he reaches back and like starts tapping his head and he's like, shit! And he just turns his back to you and like grabs the hood and like quickly pulls it back over his head. Um, as you hear that, Marcus, you turn around and you, you just and no, you just see oh. you just see this little man like shuffling with a hood over the top of his head. Um, you haven't seen him. You don't you don't know what's oh, going right. on. It's just like, what's going on back there? It'll be all right. Nobody got hit. And, uh, and in, a, in a way to try and be reassuring, can I just sort of be like nothing we haven't seen before? Just to try and reassure Hamish that we've seen some shit. And it's not actually going to bother us. Well, Marcus still, because we haven't got an engine now, he's like really like huffing and puffing doing the rowing. Yeah. Do you want so to do he's... a strength roll? Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's really huffing and puffing. We're going faster with him. He's going faster than the motorworks. I mean, you're, you're, you're really putting in the elbow grease for this one. And the, the boat's actually going on a pretty fair lick. Uh, with what what powers left coming out of the out of the motor, Hamish sort of uh, steps back up to the wheel, just looks at you, looks at you, Marcus, and goes, "Here, fella, just uh, just slow down on that, will you?" And he just starts to turn the wheel and take you back into a key that's just on the side of the river. I am so glad you took the the stupid oars. <laughs> I take it take it all back for making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> And as he pulls up along the quayside, he sort of like throws a rope over and uh, climbs out onto the onto the quay with a bit with a bit of trouble. I mean, he's quite a short guy. I mean, he's a very short guy. He's shorter than Cicero, and uh, wow. manages to hoist right. himself up and uh, ties onto the ties onto one of the uh, the concrete um, pillars at the dock. Says, "Well, gents, you successfully managed to fuck my boat. So uh, what was all that about?" I was having a very nice nap, thank you very much. Shouldn't you be sleeping in the water? Oh, for Boy, don't crying be rude. out loud. Why are you sitting in the water? He just helped us out. Well, he's just... a fish person. What are you talking about? That's incredibly rude. He's a man of the sea, right? Uh, Amish, right? And, and, and Hamish, his, his eyes narrow. <laughs> and he just, he just looks, at, looks at you, and you see him like put his hands into his pockets and start to like fumble around. And you sort of see you see a bit of movement that seems to like go up over his knuckles, and he's just sitting there, just standing there looking at you, breathing very heavy. Let's uh, see, I'm torn between. I want to make Hamish feel better. I also want to see Cicero get punched in the face. You know, now you said that, I think I'm yeah, I think I'm gonna just be like, all right, well, we appreciate the help there. Uh, <laughs> give him a cigarette. Yeah, we've had a long day. Do you smoke, mate? Hamish, Hamish looks at you and goes, I do, but I've got a pipe, thank you very much. And sort of like pulls out this soggy pipe from inside his uh, inside his coat pocket and uh, lifts his boot up and taps it on the bottom of his boot, getting out any any loose tobacco any loose tobacco. And sort of like wipes the inside of it with his with his long coat that he's wearing and uh, sort of like puts it in his mouth and just and just sort of stares back at you guys as he's doing that though you've noticed his left hand he currently has a knuckle duster on and he's not looking very pleased <laughs> i like this guy i mean let's be fair if that had just driven me mad uh then yeah. i probably would say something like that possibly yeah yeah well i'm gonna light his pipe either way uh it's a you know, it's a show of like respect for him helping us out. 
Okay, I'm just, so just going to walk away from this for a moment. Yeah, you, you guys all make your way up onto the onto the quayside, and uh, Marcus, you bend down quite far to light his pipe for him, and uh, and you can kind of see, like you can't actually see his eyes, but you can see his bottom lip, and it looks suspiciously wide and fishy as you light his pipe, and uh, he takes a few puffs and you just go puffs, and he just goes, "Thank you." All right, no bother. Listen, um, about your boat, I'll write you a titty up. You can have it uh, replaced at Her Majesty's leisure. Indeed. Officer Marcus Queenston and my associates. Uh, this is, um, I can't tell your surname. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Cicero Johnson. Sorry, Cicero Johansson. Uh, Crash the Good Child. And uh, Will Fabernathy. You helped us out there. And uh, we appreciate it. He just looks at you and goes, well, I didn't have much of a choice, did I, to be fair? But uh, nice to meet you, gentlemen. Uh, he just looks like his boat and he just goes, my fucking boat. And he waits for you to write up the note and as you sort of go off to hand it to him, he just snatches it out of your hand and stuffs it in his damp pocket. Uh, and you can see in his in his right hand, he also has a knuckle duster. <laughs> so Jesus. I don't want to say something along the lines of, oh, well, it was a crap boat anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I get the feeling that he could knock you out. So I mean, you can if you want. Marcus no, will not help you. <laughs> no, I think I'll leave it this time. Maybe next time. But uh, yeah, um, Hamish is just standing there, and uh, he turns back to you, back to you four. Now you're all standing on the quayside, and he's like, well, "What was that all about, then?" Well, uh, I have to put it. The city you've heard about the. Uh, you know the rippers, the ripper, the ripper killings, the ripper, ripperings, the rippings. The ripper. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at you and goes, "What the killings? Aye, that's of right. The, of, of the city folk." And he just spits on the floor, "Fucking scum!" And then just looks. You back mean at you. the the young ladies who have been uh, hacked to pieces in the night? That's the scum, or do you mean the the killers? He just he, he doesn't really give you a response. He just he, you, you can just see like a like borderline pure rage in this man's eyes as he yeah. stares back at you. And he just sort of like continues puffing on his pipe. Well, either way, unfortunately, that warehouse was uh, tied up in that whole bad business. I, as an officer of the law and my associates here, were uh, doing some reconnaissance. Didn't go so well. We were uh, chased. And luckily, we came across your uh, your boat, sir. And just sort of like, like he's got his pipe in his mouth. He's like, mm, yeah, lucky for some, eh? Just carries on puff, puffing. How much money have we got like, between us? Who's got a bit of cash in them? I mean, you should all you should all have maybe, but like between between the four of you, maybe about five pounds or something. I'm looking directly at Craster. <laughs> Can I give him the fancy pen? Craster will walk up to him and just give him a pound note. That's just an insult. Yeah, that's, that's pretty insulting. He takes the pound note from your hand and he looks at you and goes, just looks at you with like, well, looks to be sincerity in his eyes and just takes the pipe and goes, oh, cool, blimey. Thank you, <laughs> governor. Oh, the generosity, you mug. And then puts the money in his pocket and just carries on puffing on his pipe. <laughs> Look, Amish, sorry, we've got we've obviously gotten off on the wrong foot. Your boat will be will will be back as good as new, good as new in no time. You have my word. We do have a question or two though, if you don't mind answering. You're here with us anyway, right? And he just sort of, sort of like looks at you and just sort of nods. 
Um, You've been gestures with his hands for you to sort of like carry on. All right. You've been here working around the docks for a while, I imagine. You're like a a, a man of the docks. <clears throat> Don't know how to finish that sentence. Uh, you look like a, you're like a man who knows his way around the dock. And he he looks at you like. And- Oh god, don't go back to docking. Yeah. What do you do owning a boat and living by the docks? What? Uh, it can Again. mean more than that can mean something else. You, no one's told Marcus about anything other than this guy. Okay, well while do you say that? Angry. I'm just while do you say that I'm just gonna be sniggering like a child. <laughs> Marcus is like, entirely oh, just yeah, <laughs> Um <laughs> as uh as uh Cicero is sniggering, Marcus, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and and, uh, and Marcus is chatting to Hamish. Hamish sort of like like narrows his eyes for a second, and then just looks back up to um, looks back up to Mar- Marcus and goes, "And what makes you think that I work on the docks, and a lad?" And he just carries on puffing his pipe. Well, I mean, you you're both here. I imagine you're uh, you know locally locally hired. That's what most people around here do. If not, I apologise. In fact, if you could tell me what you are doing around here, it might help us out. Don't get me wrong, you're not under any investigation or anything, but we are looking for more clues. And as you could tell me could be helpful. There's a there's a gentleman um around that we that's a person of interest for us. Hey, he just looks at you and just goes fancy to built like a brick shit house, slick right. back air. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I know that bellend. He just sort of likes he just sort of like um like grits his teeth. And you can hear him sort of like grating his teeth together while the pipe is in his mouth. Oh, that's you're gonna need a whole new pipe after that, but okay. And he and he looks back up at you and goes, What do you want to know about him? What's he doing here? Where does he tend to, to hang around? Hang around. Doesn't hang around anywhere, fella. He just appears. It's what he does. It's what his kind do. His kind? Well, hang on. Should we take this should we take this like off the off the docks to somewhere safe before we like, get into detail? He, uh, he 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 sort of like looks at you, and uh, maybe maybe do a persuade roll. I'm guessing this guy isn't going to want to go into the pub. So, do you have anywhere we could talk um, privately, sir? Christ Almighty! <laughs> Hamish uh, Hamish looks at you, and he's got like a bit of a grin on his face, and he's just sort of like, "Follow me." And uh, he, uh, while you guys were having the conversation, he's been sitting on this on this sort of like concrete um, pillar, and he hops off, you know, because his feet weren't touching the ground the whole time; they're just sort of like dangling there. And he just hops <laughs> off. And uh, but at this point, you can kind of see he's actually just just a little bit under five foot tall, but it looks as though with his hood up, it sort of just makes him look a little bit bigger. And he's sort of like he doesn't waddle off, but he uh, he he walks off towards. Uh, uh, round a, a few sort of like uh, bits and pieces, crates and that, and shipping containers. And Marcus is looking back at me like, "Will you stop laughing? What is wrong with you?" And uh, are you going to follow him? Well, yeah. He's just going on a weird alley. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just sort of like wandered off. Oh um, yeah, we'll follow him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, who's going first, by the way? Well, Marcus. Marcus go first. He's the one that said, "You know, have you got somewhere to go?" Yeah. Crash uh, will follow. Okay. And uh, whereabouts is, is Cicero and the bunch? What was that? was that me? Sorry. Yep. Whereabouts is Cicero in the bunch? Oh, we're just walking. Well, yeah. considering the fact that I just saw two knuckle dusters, I'll be right at the back. <laughs> okay. Okay. As you follow around, you see that Hamish is sort of standing near this 
Um, it, it's, it, it's a hut basically, but it looks as though it sort of sells like like um, food, so you can get like cockles and and whelks and stuff from it, and oh, uh, oysters, oysters and stuff. And uh, it looks to be like there, there's maybe like a barrel of beer in there, and oh. you can see that. Um, the, it's not a very big hut. There's a couple of tables in there and a few stalls, and and uh, Hamish is already sitting on one of the stalls, and he's already got like a jug of beer in front of him, and he sort of like sort of like gestures you into the hut. Um, is anyone else in there? Uh, yeah, there's like a there's like a the person who owns whatever this bit is, like a the hut. Is he a human, just an ordinary looking dude? Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a it's just a, a normal bloke. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and the, the the name of the hut above the door is uh, it just says the salty shell and sure. uh, yeah you uh, you guys uh, all make your way in you're going to sit down maybe yeah, order some food and that get some mussels and uh, whatever they have that isn't alcoholic okay well just, the uh, water's fine water um, as you say that the 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 owner just points out towards the river. When you say water, <laughs> I just bought a, I just bought a plate of mussels. I can at least have a glass of water. And he's like, he's like, no fresh water around these parts, mate. Oh. And as he says that, he, he sort of like grins and he's got like a few teeth. Oh, okay, you know what? I'm good. I'm just gonna. You know what? The mussels have got like water in the soup. That'll do. I'll just <laughs> sulkily drink my mussel water. Where do you think the water oh. came from? I sulkily eat the mussels and don't drink any mussel water. <laughs> as you as you sit there um, doing that, Hamish is puffing on his pipe and like and like sipping on his beer. Um, he just looks at you and goes, "So you want you wanted to ask me some questions? Well, gentlemen, welcome to my office. Ask away." I mean, I'm just going to basically ask. I'm going to basically ask, just like you know, has he? What's Balthazar do when he gets here? Like. He comes here, he just turns up sometimes, and you said his his type, like you know, like rich rich toffs. Um Hamish looks at you and just goes, Yeah, yeah, why not? Rich people. Rich people. Uh what does he do? Well, a few days I've been here, I saw him one night standing on the pier, just pointing out to a boat, which is a bit strange. But as I say, it's what his lot do, if you know what I mean. And he's you just sort of like see him, he's like he's like little chubby finger just comes up and you just hear it like Tap his face where where he's where where uh where, where his nose is yeah. Does he have a nose? Um, well, you can't tell. You you, you just see his eyes like the hoods right. pulled right right over his face. Uh, and he just sort of he just looks at you and goes, "You just stands about, mate. Doesn't really do anything else. Points a bit, gestures a bit. Seems a bit work shy, if you ask me. And then takes another sip of his uh, his pint and then uh, downs an oyster." From from the bowl that he has in front of him, I feel like one of the guys who's seen what he is should ask a more pointed question. I can't ask anything until I've like it's been dropped in his lap. So, what is it you do? How did you come to be outside a warehouse related to what we believe the Ripper? Uh, he he, he uh, looks at you for a second. He uh, he he he. His eyes sort of ask for a persuade roll. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, that. Hard success. As you, um, as he looks at you, Hamish is thinking back to that moment when you first saw him without his hood on, and not very many people have. And the fact that you didn't freak out—you're one of the first people that hasn't freaked out in a very long time after seeing what he actually looks like. So he rests back in his chair and he sort of folds his arms and takes his pipe from his mouth 
and just looks at you and goes, yeah, yeah, what is it that I do? And he uh, puts the pipe on the table, looks at looks at you, Wilfred, and just goes, uh, I'm a businessman, you could say. Legitimate, maybe. I'm good at uh, making sure things get to where they need to get to on time, if you know what I mean. And he gives you a, a grin and a wink. Would Crash uh, know him by reputation in his line of work? No. You, Crashster and, and, and Hamish move in completely different circles. You, would, you wouldn't even know that this guy exists. All right. Miss, um, sorry, what is Hamish's surname? Did he give it? Uh, he didn't give his surname. You just know his name is Hamish. All right. All right, Hamish. You don't mind if I call you Hamish, do you? No, that's my name. All right. I'm going to cut to brass tax. There's something rotten going on around here. We're having... We're having all kinds of weirdness going on around town. My associates and I have seen things you wouldn't believe, mate, honestly. I don't want to drop this in your lap. I'm sure you're just a simple man with a simple life. But there's uh, there's all kinds of goodies out in the night. And we're trying to make sure that nobody gets hurt any further. Anything you could do to help us. Again, I can't tell you what's exactly going on. It would blow your mind, frankly. Would you say blow your mind the 1800s? It would pop your cork, frankly. But trust us when we say that we are, you know, we are trying to do right. Hamish just looks at you and goes, and goes, you would not believe what I've seen, son. You would not believe. I understand where you're coming from, though. I am a man of the world. I've seen a lot. And uh, I've, I feel like, you know, I've done a lot of good occasionally when I want to. If there is anything I can help you with, all you got to do is uh, is ask. But, uh, you know, I'm still a bit confused as to what you were doing at that, uh, at that dock where that Balthazar chap hangs out. Well, we definitely weren't stealing any guns, if that's what you mean. We definitely weren't stealing any guns. That's one thing. We were accruing evidence. He just gives you a thumbs up and like yeah. a nod. <laughs> As I said, it will all be going back to the evidence room at Her Majesty's leisure once we're done with it. And he goes, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will, son. And then starts puffing on his pipe again. <laughs> our, our mutual acquaintance, Balthazar, has been involved in some nasty business. We tracked him to this, uh, this dock and his warehouses. We found a lot of weapons, my colleague and I. And we also found uh, kidnapped individuals. Now, we'd like to see that kind of thing uh, not take place anymore. Um, actually, I'm, so he describes Monroe mm. and also Monroe's um, Dwellite companion. Okay. Have you seen uh, any of these guys? I would do it, but like, uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Hamish goes and just looks at you and goes, don't know about a fella, but those little rat-faced fuckers ruined another one of my boats those did. You know them. Yeah, I've, I've seen them around. I've seen them around. They're not as uncommon as you would like to think they are, mate. I'd like to put think it they're like bloody uncommon. I haven't seen one of them in my, all my 20 years on the force. And he just, he just sits there and just laughs to himself and goes, <laughs> so young, so green. <clears throat> right. Well, um, your help is obviously appreciated, Hamish. It seems that maybe you know a little bit more than we uh, gave you credit for. But it doesn't answer the question of what you're doing up here. You mentioned you're a businessman. Oh, I'm running my business, son. That's what I'm doing. And your yeah. business is getting things and, I assume, people with places where they need to be. 
not so much people i'm not in on that bits and on, on that sort of business but goods i can get them wherever you want yeah you can no. get anything anywhere except for boats by the looks of it he had two boats though yeah had <laughs> and uh hamish looks over at cicero and and you can hear you can hear the knuckles cracking as he clenches his fist <laughs> Just going to offer him some more tobacco. And uh, he just ignores the fact that you exist. <laughs> and uh, and lo- looks back at Marcus and, re- and releases his hand, like unclenches his hand. Thing is, Amish, we're at a bit of a loss right now. If you know of these, what, 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 these kind of rat people, we don't know they're called dwellers. So if you know of these, these weird rat people, then you probably know there's a bit more going on around town than the average fella likes to know. I didn't know until about a month ago. But. We can use all the help we can get. If you're open to uh, you know, the business of helping us, then uh, we can make sure you're readily uh, recompensed. He, uh, he he looks back at you and just goes, I'm not after money, son. Oh, I thought you were a businessman. And he just, uh, at that point, he just seems to sort of like take his, uh, puts his pipe down on the table and like take takes the, the jug of beer in both hands and takes a long a long gulp and then puts the the glass back down uh and then he looks back up at you with his with his with his yellowy eyes and uh just uh i don't know he seems to have that sort of like that light and that anger as well from earlier from just a moment a moment before seems to have just sort of faded mm. uh it's as if he doesn't seem to be himself anymore and he uh he just says Give me a list. I'll see what I can do, and I'll get back in contact with you. Don't worry about that. All right, Amish, that's a uh, that's appreciated, mate. I'm gonna reach my hand out to shake his, which I assume is like a a fin or something. As he uh, as he reaches back out and grasps grasps your hand, you see that his hand is actually green, slightly clammy and cold, and but he's got a very strong grip, and he. Uh, Shakes your hand. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't help it. Marcus, the thing that that certain guys do, where one guy's drink grip, you got to you got to try and grip back just as hard. Oh, so you grip back? You grip yes. back? Do you want to do a strength roll? I want this. This is a respect thing between men. Okay, and then uh, Hamish goes to grip back, but uh, his his grip maybe just isn't as strong as yours. And you can see in his eye that he has like a the twinkles back, and he's like he just nods his head, and it, you get this impression like he's looking at you going. Yeah, you'd be a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Marcus, like, I had to like shake his hand and go, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and uh, he lets go and, he's, and he just looks at you guys and, and, and just says, uh, oh, fellas, I need to be off. And uh, he takes, a, takes the note that you've scribbled him, yeah. and he stuffs it into his damp pocket, and just says, I'll see what I can do. And he sort of like pulls his hood down a little bit as if it's a cap to sort of like, you know, nod it to you in a sense you know tip his hat to you grabs his uh, pipe off the table shoves it back in his pocket and then with his hand in his pockets just sort of like wanders off whistling back into the docks and only after a few feet because he's so short you just lose sight of him and all you can hear is the whistling <laughs> oh again Marcus has no idea that he's not human so he just suddenly goes nice lad yeah well nice nice i guess he's older so like, yeah nice nice gent and uh with that it's now it's now late in the evening and uh, with the information that you've managed to gain from uh, from today's escapade, 
you make your way back to uh, Whitechapel Station. Can I, can I just say on the way that Marcus asks Craster and Cicero about what they found in the crates? Because again, no idea. Yeah. So what, were, what did you guys find? I think they were smuggling something in those boxes. Something, I don't know, people-shaped, but I can't see anything being alive in there. How big were these boxes? Three foot by three foot. Something you could probably fit a, fit a rat man in there. Yeah, maybe it was rat men. Or a maybe. child. Look at the ledger. Maybe it was that mummy. Oh, good point. We'll talk to we'll talk to um um Reese then and Adams, I guess. Because we should well, really like report back in. Yeah, Crash just says we were at night work, maybe the fucking vampire. <laughs> Why would it be a bloody vampire man? Why would it be a mummy? Why would it be a rat man? Why were why were we just rescued by a fish man? What fish man? Your friend with the clammy hands. Oh, he's just, you know, a man of the sea. They've all got clammy hands. <laughs> you don't hang around say much, do you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't say I do, mate. Can't say I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we make our way tonight, I assume. Them. Back there, <laughs> man of the sea. <laughs> Are you asking me if I if I hang out on docks <laughs> looking for looking for semen? <laughs> I'm not interested in what you do in your private life. <laughs> All right. It does it does seem as though the the day's events are, are, are grating on the group as as a whole, and the cohesion seems to be slightly falling apart. You've experienced quite a lot in the last two days. Yeah, it's been a bit of a long one. I do think we should we should get back to um to um crap um. Sorry, who's our liaison? Not Adams, the other one. Reed. Reed. We should probably get back to Reed and say, because we've hit a bit of a wall until Hamish gets back to us information. Our best bet now is to you know let Reed know, see what he can really glean from this, and go through that ledger. That sounds like a sounds like a good plan to me. And uh, by the time you you four make your way back to Whitechapel, it's now eight o'clock in the evening, and you make your way into into Reed's office, and you find a man just hunched over his desk he looks despondent and uh, he has a note in front of him that's uh, slightly screwed up and he looks up and, and he's he uh, he sees that you've walked into the room and he's uh, gentlemen gentlemen uh please don't mind me take some seats uh you've uh, come to fill me in on your uh and he sort of pauses for a second and looks back down at the table uh sorry so you come to fill me in on what what you've learned today and he sort of like shovels the paper off and puts it into his pocket. Can can we glance at the paper before he puts it away, or is it too slow, too fast? Yeah, as 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 Marcus is always the guy that's, that always goes in first. If you just do a spot hidden, you, you probably would have been the only one that would have seen the paper. Success. You see, just as he takes it and goes to put it in his pocket, it looks like it's a note from the hospital, and it seems to mention Harris. Oh. And by the look in on uh, Reed's face, you can probably tell that the news isn't good at all. Um, sorry to uh, to ask, so it's uh, I have to say Adams was very helpful. Um, good man, good man, trained well. Reed uh, nods and goes, "Yeah, he's a he's a good lad. That one, yeah, he's a good lad." I hate to ask, so, but um, young Harris, how the how he fare? He just looks at you without saying any words and just shakes his head. It takes takes off take off my hat. Yeah, it's a it's a shame. It's a shame. Um. Anyway, we uh <clears throat> we uh have some information uh for you, sir. Uh, and we also got this. Um. Who's got the, who's got the ledger? Uh, I think I still do. 
I was last uh, one looking at it, so I assume it's in my possession. Yeah, let's pop it open yeah. and see if we can glean something. Mm-hmm. Cool. As you get the ledger out, Reed, Reed seems to come back to his usual self, and uh, you guys throw it down on the table, and you crowd around it, and you start reading through it, and, and trying, to, trying to crib off any information you can from the book. Reed goes on to explain that with what's been going on lately, there's been no leads no murders, no sightings, no nothing of Monroe at all. It's as if he's just vanished and disappeared. And mm. it's it's all it's all very strange. But the fact that you have this ledger, and not only does this ledger mention the British Museum, which which to read and obviously to yourselves indicates that Monroe is definitely linked to what's going on, it also links back to Croydon. And as Reed sees that you can see there's a little as if a little light bulb's gone on his head and he just tilts his head slightly and and rests uh his chin on his hands or, or on, on his hand I should say and he, he he looks at he looks at you four and, and go what when you first arrived in Whitechapel didn't you say you came from Croydon Aye, that's right sir my lord cooking savory interesting interesting and he moves right around the desk and sits back in his chair and he's, he's stroking his chin. What's on your mind, sir? How would you gentlemen like to go have a nose around back in Croydon? Around this, and he pulls the ledger over towards him, and Surrey Street. Oh, I, I know Surrey Street well. Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, you still up for this, lads? Um, yeah. Let me get my gun first. Crest is just going to look over you. Take the hip flask out. Very slowly unscrew it, put it to his lip, knock it back, completely fucking drain it, put the lip back on. <laughs> yeah, might as well. It's weird there's been no robberies by the Crimson Given all this time. As uh, as you say that... Uh... No, it doesn't count. <laughs> um, Reed claps his hands together and he goes, excellent. I'll get the tickets sorted out for you for tomorrow morning. And uh, he says, I think you should all go off and get some sleep, gentlemen. You've had two very long days. And uh, with that, you four make your way back to your Whitechapel lodgings at the Stag's Head. Can we ask for Adam to like, guard our doors? Because last time we had a nap, we uh, got attacked. Yep, yep. You can, you, you, as, as you make your way down, uh, Adams is there at the desk. And you, uh, you ask him if he, if he wouldn't mind sending over a couple of constables just to keep eye on. He's like, don't worry about it. And uh, you have a you have a couple of constables stationed in the corridor, not outside your doors, but one either end. So there's I'm always someone to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a couple of off each of them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you all have a restful night's sleep. Morning rolls round. Yeah, back at full health finally. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you you jump in a carriage that's waiting for you outside that takes you to the local station. And uh, a few hours later, you four find yourselves stepping out on onto the uh, the platform at East Croydon Station. And as you do, it begins to rain. Thank you for listening to episode fourteen of Spectre in the Fog New Friends Audio used in this week's episode was Abandoned Windmill from TabletopAudio.com 
as we now enter the new year of 2021 i hope that even with everything that's going on in the world this podcast does bring a little bit of joy to people's lives so as i sign off stay strong friends and keep investigating